Well, good afternoon. Uh, you know, over the last few weeks, you've heard me talking a lot about the surge and unprecedented level of gun violence that we've been seeing here in Madison. And uh, as alarming as all the statistics and numbers you've been hearing from me the last couple weeks and, and months have been, today we really hit a new low, unfortunately. Uh, at about 11.45 this morning, uh, officers were dispatched to the area of East Washington Avenue and Lexington Avenue for reports of shots being fired. As they were en route, officers were advised that an individual had been shot uh, in a vehicle. Officers arrived a short time later and determined that the shooting victim was an 11-year-old girl who had sustained a critical gunshot wound to the head. Officers administered first aid along with the assistance of paramedics and the victim was transported to a local hospital. Preliminary investigation shows that multiple shots were fired from one vehicle into another vehicle that was occupied by the 11-year-old girl. And it appears at this point that the driver of that car was the intended target of the shooting. Multiple shots were fired during the incident. Uh, one residence that was occupied was struck and another uninvolved vehicle was struck during the shooting. Earlier in the day at about 8 a.m., officers had responded to a report of shots being exchanged between two vehicles uh, on Milwaukee Street near Stoughton Road, and our investigators are exploring whether this incident was related to that earlier shooting. The 11-year-old victim remains in a local hospital, and the shooting's being investigated by our violent crime unit. Anybody who saw anything or has any information about the shooting, I encourage to contact MPD or to call Crime Stoppers. Now, I hate to sound like a, a broken record, but uh, the numbers that we're seeing this year and this summer are really staggering. In June, there were 29 shots fired incidents, and at the time, that was the highest monthly total since we've been tracking this, uh, this statistic. 29 in June, highest ever. In July, there were 44. And year to date, we've had uh, 143 shots fired incidents, which is an 88% increase over the first half of last year. Uh, so far this year through the end of July, we've recovered 582 shell casings, which is 23% more than all of 2019 combined. So there's a massive amount of gunfire that's going on in the streets, uh, and it's really something that none of us should find acceptable. So far through the end of July, 55 vehicles or residences have been struck by gunfire, and 28 people have been shot, including today an 11-year-old girl. So this can't be okay. This can't be something that we as a city or a community accept. MPD is going to continue to investigate these incidents, to hold those people accountable that, will put, that are putting our community at risk, and to provide a sense of justice for the victims and their families. Obviously, we can't do this alone. We have to have a, a united approach with all the community. I know that tomorrow morning, Council President Sherry Carter is having a press conference with some community leaders to denounce the gun violence and speak out against it, and that's an effort that I really applaud. So with that, I'll turn it over to Mayor Rhodes Connolly. Thank you, Chief Wall. I want to first express 
my deepest sympathies for the victim and her family. This is every family's worst nightmare. This was the result of an absolutely senseless and unacceptable act. And these incidents of gun violence are the acts of a few, a few people who are trying to settle scores and are willing to put other innocent lives in danger again and again. It has to stop. And it has to stop now. We all have to come together and work with the police to reduce the violence in our city. This requires our whole community, parents, siblings, community leaders, faith leaders, elected officials, and just brave individuals. We cannot let the actions of a few destroy our neighborhoods and our children. We need people to speak up so this doesn't happen again. Anyone who knows anything about this has to step forward. I know it may be difficult, but it's critical. You can help prevent the next child from being shot. You can help put an end to this. I want to thank Chief Wall and the MPD for the hard work they've been doing to find those responsible and to put an end to the gun violence. And while they are doing their job, I will also do whatever I can to stop this. I will continue to advocate for common sense gun laws and for gun owners to act responsibly to prevent stolen guns from hitting our streets. My staff has been working every day to build on proven strategies to prevent violence in our community. That work takes time, but it is no less important. We need to address gun violence from all angles using all possible strategies. My family has been impacted by gun violence, so I know from personal experience how traumatic this is. No family should have to go through this. No child should be in danger from gunshots. Put down the guns. Find another way to resolve your problems. Reach out for help. This must stop. Thank you. I think the chief and I will answer a couple of questions. I'm sorry. Is there an ongoing gang war? Well, I don't think that's the term I would use. You know, as as you've heard me talk about these shootings, certainly there are some clusters that appear that they are related, that they are connected with groups retaliating against each other, and I think. Certainly, that's something that we'll be investigating for this morning's shooting. Uh, I, I don't. I think it's oversimplistic just to say it's purely gang-related because usually there's more to it. Uh, but certainly, uh, there are some of these that we've seen this summer are related. Give any intel that would indicate whether today's shooting is connected to the Maurice Bowman homicide and then the subsequent shooting that occurred at the vigil for him. Uh, those are things we're still looking into. Obviously, we're only a few hours into this, so uh, I don't have a definitive answer on that at this point. Do we know the status of the 11-year-old? Uh, the last I heard was she was still uh, in the emergency room in surgery, but I don't uh, have anything beyond that. Do you have any contacts with the 11-year-old? Uh, the 11-year-old has a 
family connection with the driver of the car. Um, that much I know. Chief, this happened near a church and daycare. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sorry? This happened near a church and daycare. What are your thoughts on that children were at the daycare at the time? Well, I think it's just uh, sort of uh, an example that we've seen across the city that uh, with these shootings in broad daylight between vehicles uh, are putting uninvolved innocent members of the community at risk, whether it's a church, a daycare, somebody's residence, or just people driving on a public street. Uh, you know, I, I've said that we've been fortunate we haven't had more people, more uninvolved people hit this year. And, uh, you know, I, unfortunately, it looks like our luck has run out today. But uh, people just need to understand the risk that they're putting others at when they choose to try to resolve problems with, with violence. So, in, in picking up on what the chief is saying, I've spoken with some of the investigators on what transpired today. We have a home on Powers Avenue that was struck by a bullet. That bullet entered a couple's bedroom. The couple was having lunch at the time that their house was hit. The vehicle, their personal vehicle was also hit by a bullet. So we're lucky uh, that though neither of those people were struck today. And so as we're talking about, you know, we sometimes talk about targeted shootings. Targeted doesn't mean that the rest of the community isn't in danger. Whenever we have people driving around in cars, firing guns, and we have bullets flying and hitting unintended targets. And in this case, we have someone shooting at a car and shooting at an intended target, but shooting an 11-year-old girl. So I think, you know, again, we keep calling these wake-up calls, but if this isn't a wake-up call for Madison, after what we saw at Garner Park last week, I mean, we all have to pitch in, as the mayor and the chief have said, we have to do this together. We have to have people providing us information so that we can get some of these people off the streets. And the mayor is correct. It's not always a large number of people who are involved. It's a relatively small number. But we need help from the community to identify these people and to arrest these people. We have a command post up and running in this building right now with a lot of detectives who are working on little sleep from all sorts of past cases of gun violence, and now they're at it again. So, But they need your help. Mayor, is it time for the hostility between the council and police to stop? I think that our entire community has to work together. The council, the mayor's office, the police department, the DA, the county, uh, the courts, we all have to work together to bring an end to this gun violence. Um, and yes, I do think it's time for everyone to do everything they can. Mayor, it says on the street behind us in front of police, and a lot of alders have been outspoken in their desire to cut the police budget. In your mind, how could you reduce a police budget while enacting short-term crime prevention measures? Well, we are entering into our uh, budget season and looking very carefully across the board because we do have a very difficult budget coming up. Um, but I think that what's going on right now demonstrates um, why we need a police department to address violent crime. Uh, we can have conversations about reform, and we need to. And we can have conversations about how we promote public safety across the board using other tools than police, and we need to. But we also need to recognize the role of the police department, and it's exactly in dealing with incidents like this today to prevent violent crime.
I think it was the start of 2016. So the, the question was about tracking shots fired. As some of you know, we're required by the FBI to provide some crime statistics to them. We are not required to provide to the FBI shots fired. Uh, former Chief Cobalt saw a rise in, in numbers of shots being fired in 2016. And so we've been now tracking those numbers uh, for the last few years. But again, we can't go back 10 years because we weren't tracking those numbers because we're not required to do so. But we are now. And as the chief is saying, we're seeing record numbers in terms of shots uh, fired in each of the last couple of months. Thanks, everyone. If you need anything else, uh, in, I will update our uh, release as I can. Um, we have some leads. We're looking at surveillance video. Um, but at this point, we haven't identified any suspects and we haven't arrested any suspects. So uh, we always encourage people to contact uh, Madison Area Crime Stoppers, 608-266-6014. Uh, again, everyone's help is needed right now, I think, to make Madison a, a much more peaceful place. and create the city that we all want. So thank you so much. Joe, is there a description on the car or anything? Uh, we have some information. I think it's something that they're going to keep within the Detective Bureau right now. Certainly, uh, if they run out of uh, leads, uh, they may put some of that out to the public. But at this time, they're keeping it in-house. Anything else? Thank you. Uh, it said that the child is related to the driver. She, you know, the child of the driver or what the... Known to the driver. Known to, known to the driver. I don't believe they're related, uh, but they're known to each other. So, but I don't know the exact relationship at this point. I, a family connection, I think, between the driver and the parents of the child. Oh, okay. Does the driver have any affiliations with any gang members or a criminal record? I don't have that information now. I don't know. I think it's it's fair to say that the driver was taking care of that child today. So he was supposed to have the child with him and was taking care of that child. Any other questions? Thank you.